A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report. One farm being recognized is the Tiemann Family Farm. The farm is located outside of Thorpe in Clark County. 97-year-old Arlene Tiemann shares the story of her family's century farm. Tell me about the farm. How was it acquired? How much money was it? We got the information from Register of Deeds. I think it was 1910. And my, my grandma, how much did he pay for it then? $1,440. And what is the name of the farm? It was just a team and farm. <laughs> and where is the farm located? In Clark County, Wisconsin, in the town of Butler. And where is the town of Butler, roughly? It would be south of Thorpe. It's about 10 and a half miles south of Thorpe. And how many generations have been on the farm? I think it's four generations now. Since my son is there... It'll be four generations. And how has the size or type of a farm changed over the years since it first began in 1910? It started as like a dairy farm. My, my grandpa had, a, had some cows and stuff there. But then now, since my son has it, he has beef cattle, organic. He doesn't have too many now. He, he, he used to have only about 20 of them. But I don't think, yeah, he, he's kind of get, got, get, got out, out of that. And what makes the farm unique, either now or in the past from other farms in the area? That town of Butler has not little, little farms, but there aren't too many of them that are raising cattle now. And I think it's one of the few people that, that, have, that really have any cattle on them. I think there are two farms in the town of Butler that only one, I think only one now that sell milk. I think all, their, all the rest have gone to renting out their, their houses or something. That town of Butler is, is, kind, of, is kind, of, kind, of, kind of go by way of nothing. <laughs> and the road from 29... All the way down, it's called Tiemann Avenue, starting, starting on Highway 29, Gene Sharp and Stanley. What were some of the big events that happened on the farm over the years? Were there any severe storms, weddings, other events that would have brought people to the farm? The only thing would be when they had thrashing or, or, or silophone, then all the farmers came in to help. Otherwise, we didn't, I don't think we had any, any really events. What are some of the big technology changes that happened on the farm since it first began in 1910? Was there anything really significant that you can remember from your years on the farm? I was born on, in the farmhouse there on you know, April 30th of 1926. And then I, I moved up, and, and my dad at that time, he was work, working for my grandpa. And then he bought some land, and he moved up the, across the road in about a Oh, not even a quarter of a mile up there. Up there, he had he had bought some land. So then he started farming there. So I didn't live. I really didn't live on that farm very long. I think I was only about a year and a half or a year old when I moved across the road. At that time, my grandpa did everything with horses. They were called June and Flory. He used those horses for as many years as I remember, and they had little ones. I'm trying to think how he ever got a mare horse. They had only mares. I don't know how he ever got a horse to make cold. I don't remember ever, ever having it. Then uh, one was struck by lightning under a tree. Then we had she had the cold. We had to end up feeding it with a like a like a granite dishpan. Like I, I think my grandma used to make some kind of oatmeal or some feed and milk, and it would come to the fence, and, and we'd hold the thing out for the colt to eat. And even even after it was so bigger, if she saw us come to the fence with that bowl, she, she'd come over and want to eat. <laughs> 
Do you have any other fond memories from your childhood growing up on the farm or even after, <clears throat> after you grew up and were still involved? I really didn't grow up on that farm because I grew up on the farm across the way. But I can remember things like threshing. They had a steam engine came down the road, and then there was a, a creek for water that went across the road from where my grandpa lived and where, where, where my dad lived. And they would suck up water for that steam engine, and they, they'd have to put something over the end of the hole. The thing was so they didn't get frogs in, the, in their engine. And we knew, we knew it was com- coming down because you could lay your head down on the f- ground and you could hear the rumble of that s- steam engine coming down the road. They went from farm to farm to, 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 uh, to thresh the grain. And, and my dad was always manned the straw stack. And then other people carried the grain to the machine shed. They had bins up there. Where they walked up the steps with, that, with those bags of grain on their, on their backs and put it in the grain bins. And they used that then during the, during the winter to feed their cows. I remember things and things in, in the house, the little different things. They had an incubator down there. My grandma, we go down and, and sit the chick. But I'm trying to think how they kept that thing warm enough to incubate her, how they hatched anything, because we had no electricity. Or it must have had some kind of kerosene thing or something. I don't, I don't remember. At that time, I was only about three or four years old. My grandma was a piano. Before she moved there, she had played for silent movies in Beloit. When my uncle got a car, she'd go into the town of Tharp and she'd get some piano lessons. She played the piano. We hear she, she and my grandpa would have an argument. She would just pound those piano keys so hard you could hear it at our house across the way. The farm today is a beef farm, you said. How many acres are still on the farm, and what does the future look like for the farm? Well, there's still the 80 acres. My son is there now, and I'm sure he's going to be 70 years old, so he's not going to be able to do much farming. He's going to have to sell it. There might might be a, my, one of my nephews might buy the thing because that's, uh, still still be kept in the team and family. Right now, he, he just rents some land across the way and has hay. In. But right now, my son doesn't know what he's going to have to sell it. He doesn't know who he's. I'm hoping he can stay in the family. What does it mean to you and your family to be recognized as a century farm? There are very few of the century farms in, in that town of Butler, and there's uh, many, many more in the other parts of Clark County. But I think to be damn by my grandpa recognized, because when, when he, he had cut the timber, built everything with wood from, from the farm. The, the house was built, I think, in 1917 or 18. Is there anything else that you would like to share with me, Arlene, about the farm? It has changed quite a bit since then, than I can remember. As I, I left town, because I, I went to, during the war, World War II. I was in the cadet nurse, and I got married and, and had children and stuff. So I lived in different towns because my my husband was an ag teacher. So he, he taught in different places. We would just come there to visit. My dad bought the farm from my grandpa in 1945. He paid, what, $3,300. My dad had tractors and stuff, yeah, because I remember things with metal wheels, but he had, he had tractors and stuff at that, that time. They had, had rubber tires on, on their wet wagons, hay wagons and stuff. And I re- remember my, my grandpa just had, had like, like a sled with runners on in the wintertime to, to haul the manure. Didn't, nothing had, had wheels on. My grandpa and my dad would go other places to cut hay because they, they didn't have enough of hay for the winter to feed their cows. They would cut it. I really can't remember how, how I know they had sadly, but where, how much more they, I think they, they had it outside with no covering on it. They made haystacks.
I remember that they had a separator down in the basement there because I remember seeing that great big thing. At that time, I probably was only about three or four years old. I thought with the incubator and a separator, that was the big things I remember. And then and a, and a furnace down there in the basement, a door opened on the side of the house where you could throw the wood down the stairs. The door also went down the basement from the, from the kitchen. There was always open stairways to go upstairs. We were always afraid that we'd fall. We, we, there was no railing or anything. We were afraid you'd fall off the thing. And we had a big porches across the front and the back. By the back port, my grandma had a washing machine there with wooden, like wooden things, and we had a thing on the side where you pumped it back and forth, and that turned the thing in the middle to, to, to wash clothes. The only engines where we would go down there from our house to visit her, she'd let us pump that thing back and forth to wash clothes. And, and when they had the threshing, she'd have this, this big table set up with all, for all the threshers. Probably was 15, 20 men. And then she'd make things like, like apple pies and stuff like that because they had quite an orchard. And we could go down there to watch in the evening when then she'd let us come in and we had dinner like the threshers would have. Arlene Tiemann shares the incredible history of the Tiemann family farm in Clark County. The Century and Sesquicentennial Farm Program originated as part of Wisconsin's Centennial Celebration in 1948. Each year, about 100 properties are honored. You can listen to some of these stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compeer Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.